Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn number 221. Oh, Jesus, our dear Master, thy works now understood. Reveal their full effulgence through love and brotherhood. Today, Christ's precious science Thy healing power makes plain. With joy may all obey thee and cast out sin and pain. Hymn number 221.
If you would like to follow along with the readings tonight, please go to our website, and on the homepage, you can see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and then look for the place that says, Click here for the text of the Wednesday readings. Our theme for tonight is, We are all children of one common parent, God. And the readings will now be given by Mishaela from Canada. I will read from the Bible. Malachi. Have we not all one Father? Has not one God created us? Why do we deal treacherously every man against his brother by profaning the covenant of our fathers? Isaiah As one whom his mother comforteth, so will I comfort you. And when ye see this, your heart shall rejoice, and your bones shall flourish like an herb. And the hand of the Lord shall be known towards his servants, and his indignation towards his enemies. John So Jesus came again into Cana of Galilee, where he made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum, when he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then said Jesus unto him, Except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. The nobleman said unto him, Sir, come down, ere my child die. Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. And as he now was going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. Then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. And they said unto him, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour in which Jesus said unto him, Thy son liveth. And he himself believed, and his whole house. Acts Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill, and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things ye are too superstitious. For as I passed by, I beheld your devotion, 
I found an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God. Whom therefore ye ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you. God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither is worshipped with man's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things, and hath made of one blood all nations of man, for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed, and the bounds of their habitation, that they should seek the Lord, if haply they might feel after him, and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Ephesians I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Romans Let every soul be subject unto the higher power, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. First John Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Galatians And because ye are sons, God hath sent forth the Spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father, wherefore thou art no more servant, but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. I will now read correlative passages 
from science and health with key to the scriptures and prose work by Mary Baker Eddy. To me, God is all. He is best understood as supreme being, as infinite and conscious life, as the affectionate father and mother of all he creates. God and man are not the same, but in the order of divine science, God and man coexist and are eternal. God is the parent mind, and man is God's spiritual offspring. The parent of all human discord was the Adam dream, the deep sleep in which originated the delusion that life and intelligence proceed from and pass into matter. This pantheistic error, or so-called serpent, insists still upon the opposite of truth, saying, Ye shall be as gods, that is, I will make error as real and eternal as truth. In old scriptural pictures, we see a serpent coiled around the tree of knowledge and speaking to Adam and Eve. This represents the serpent in the act of commanding to our first parents the knowledge of good and evil, a knowledge gained from matter or evil instead of from spirit. The portrayal is still graphically accurate. For the common conception of mortal man, a burlesque of God's man, is an outgrowth of human knowledge or sensuality, a mere offshoot of material sense. To prevent disease, or to cure it, the power of truth, of divine spirit, must break the dream of material senses. If the case is that of a young child or an infant, it needs to be met mainly through the parent's thought, silently or audibly, on the aforesaid basis of Christian science. A scientist knows that there can be no hereditary disease, since matter is not intelligent and cannot transmit good or evil intelligence to man. And God, the only mind, does not produce pain in matter. The act of yielding one's thought to the undue contemplation of physical wants or conditions induces those very conditions. 
a single requirement beyond what is necessary to meet the simplest needs of the babe is harmful. Mind regulates the condition of the stomach, bowels and food, the temperature of children and of men. And matter does not. The wise or unwise views of parents and other persons on these subjects produce good or bad effects on the health of children. According to the beliefs of the flesh, both good and bad traits of the parents are transmitted to their helpless offspring. And God is supposed to impart to man this fatal power. It is cause for rejoicing that this belief is as false as it is remorseless. The prominent laws which forward birth in the divine order of science are these. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Love thy neighbor as thyself. These commands of infinite wisdom translated into a new tongue, their spiritual meaning signify. Thou shalt love spirit only, not its opposite. In every God quality, even in substance, thou shalt recognize thyself as God's spiritual child only. And the true man and true woman, the all-harmonious male and female, as of spiritual origin, God's reflection. Thus, as children of one common parent, wherein and whereby father, mother, and the child are the divine principle and divine idea, even the divine us, one in good and good in one. With this recognition, man could never separate himself from good God, and he would necessarily entertain habitual love for his fellow man. Only by admitting evil as a reality and entering into a state of evil thoughts can we, in belief, separate one man's interest from those of the whole human family, or thus attempt to separate life from God. This is the mistake that causes much that must be repented of and overcome. Beloved children, the world has need of you and more as children than as men or women. It needs your innocence, unselfishness, 
faithful affection, uncontaminated life. You need also to watch and pray that you preserve these virtues unstained and lose them not through contact with the world. What grander ambition is there than to maintain in yourself what Jesus loved and to know that your example, more than worth, makes morals for mankind. Father, Mother, good, lovingly, thee I seek, patient, meek, in the way thou hast, be it slow or fast, up to thee. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Carol, will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 406. O oh, love, our mother ever near, to thee we turn from doubt and fear. In perfect peace our thoughts abide, our hearts now in this truth confide. Man is the child of God. Hymn number 406.
evening and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly Wednesday evening testimony meeting for Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. Everyone is welcome here. At all of our meetings and services, we read from the King James Version of the Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy. We have a wonderful outreach from our church, much of which is from our various websites, and many of them are in other foreign languages. And as a result, people across the globe have found God's healing word, have found peace and comfort, have found our church, and we're so thankful for each and every one of you who have done so. And I would like to encourage everyone to browse through our websites. There is quite a lot of material that we are offering, and we offer it for free. Freely we have been given, and we freely give. And I would like to uh, point out uh, one article that we're now featuring on the homepage of our English website, and it's entitled, Dominion and Power of Spirit by William P. McKenzie. It's a wonderful article, and I highly recommend it. Join us every Sunday. We start Sundays here at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion. We follow that with our church service at 11 o'clock. And we also offer a Sunday school for children, which meets every Sunday at 11 a.m. Our Sunday school has a teleconference feature, one dedicated exclusively for the Sunday school. And as a result, the students that don't live in the area still attend our Sunday school by telephone. And what this means is that your child also can attend our Sunday school by phone, regardless of where you live. Call up the church. We'll give you the number for the Sunday school. And our teachers there would be most happy to welcome your child. I will now read from the church manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering, though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. Now, for everyone that gives a testimony tonight, we kindly ask that you keep your remarks within four minutes. This will give everybody else the opportunity to share their offering. And for those that are on the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice on your telephone. But also remember, when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your telephone picks up. So please be in a quiet place. And I will call on each of you one at a time by name. 
And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through Christian science. Elizabeth from New Hampshire, go ahead. Yes, good evening, and thank you for those really wonderful readings about our loving Father, Mother, God. Last Sunday night, I was awakened to the strong thought of angels. As I often do, I went to the Plainfield search bar for more on this topic. What came up was the article, His Angel, by Blanche Hersey Hogue from the May 1909 Christian Science Sentinel. In Christian Science, we learn from our beloved leader, Mary Baker Eddy, that angels are not human creatures with suggestive feathers, but they are, as Mrs. Eddy says, God's thoughts passing to man, spiritual intuition, pure and perfect, the inspiration of goodness, purity, and immortality, counteracting all evil, sensuality, and mortality. What a wonderful thing it is to know that these angels of God's presence are sending us right ideas always, and when we are opened up to receiving them, they come into consciousness. Further, the article states, quote, by simple obedience to the highest monitor of heart and conscience, right purpose and endeavor are strengthened, and every Christian warrior may find himself equipped for the battle with the host of self, wherein God's angel is indeed an adversary unto all the foes of righteous manhood, unquote. This wonderful article is so chock-full of food for thought. On Monday morning, when I opened up my day with the Plainfield Bible lesson, I was so thrilled to see the lesson so full of references to these wonderful angels and how they guide us when we're listening. I'm just so grateful to God for these loving messages and all that he does, to Christ Jesus for showing us what God is and what he does, and to Mary Baker Eddy for her amazing discovery of the science of Christianity. Thank you so much, all of you at the Plainfield Church, and everyone, good night. Thank you. Ella from Canada, go ahead. Good evening. The other week, a testifier spoke of encouraging someone to turn to God for her answer. This was in place of giving the person some human advice or suggestions. I'm most grateful for this testimony. In our basement, a couple lives with their one-year-old son, who we dearly love. The mother shared with us that she is having a challenge with the temper tantrums this little fella is exhibiting when he does not get his own way or want. Immediately, I thought of the testimony, and I tried to do the same. I told the mother that she could listen to her inner voice, and with patience she will know how to handle the temper tantrums. I felt so much freedom, not trying to give human advice in any way. After a while, I realized this is a step towards impersonalization. Thank you to all who share all their share their ideas and their testimonies 
and what they've learned from Christian science and what this, the, their footsteps have been to get to a more spiritual solution. I'm most grateful. Thank you and good night. Thank you. Mara from Mississippi, go ahead. I'm so happy to be a part of this meeting tonight. I'm so happy I found the Plainfield Christian Science Church. I love how we're taught that God is always there for us. He is all in all and everywhere. He is love and only good, so there is nothing ever to be afraid of. This past Friday night, I marched in a parade through a small city in Mississippi. Before the parade, I prayed, knowing that God was there with us and around us, and we were all in our perfect place and protected. I parked my car at the beginning of the parade, and I had so much fun dancing and performing through town. Once the parade was over, and before I knew it, everyone from my group of tap dancers was gone. I wasn't sure how to get back to my car since I'm still not very familiar with the city streets. As I was walking through town alone at night in the dark, still in my costume and tap shoes, I wasn't afraid because I knew that I wasn't alone. God was with me, and God is everywhere, and only good was there. I made a few wrong turns, but was able to ask for directions as I was walking, and I made it back to my car. I was so thankful to God. In the past, I would have been anxious and frightened walking alone on these side streets at night, not knowing where to go. It was so comforting to know how God is ever-present, watching and protecting us. Thank you so much to Mishiela for the readings tonight, and I'm very thankful to my practitioner and all the hardworking people at Plainfield. Thank you. Linda. Thank you very much for the readings tonight. This evening, I would like to express my gratitude for everything that I am learning here that is teaching me how to pray correctly and for learning how to live Christian science as Mrs. Eddy taught. Despite attending Christian science churches since childhood, I had many things to learn about Christian science and many misconceptions. That is a, long, a story of a long journey in search of peace and to feel God's presence, something I have only found here by learning how to live God's precepts. I'm so grateful for our 24-7 website that gives us access to Mrs. Eddy's Pure Christian Science. During the holidays, I spent time with a family member, and during our conversation, I found out they were suffering from back pain and had trouble lifting heavy objects. The discomfort was limiting their activity they had been to a physical therapist, but with little effect. Because of the discipline of thought that is taught here at Plainfield and the many prayers that I have been learning, I immediately turned my thought away from this picture to the truths that I have been learning about God and his creation. I know that God is our strength and he formed us I continued praying for a couple of days when it would come to my thought. I was working to make sure my thoughts were correct. I wasn't really praying for them specifically. 
and I was using what I was learning about God and his creation that I am reading in the Bible and Science and Health by Mary Baker Eddy. During this time, I remembered that as a child, this individual had some back issues. And there was also another close family member who suffered from similar symptoms. Taking time to go back and uh, in some of my memories and use my current understanding of prayer gave me time to cleanse my thoughts about this situation, including any history of past problems that could be attached to them or thoughts of inheritance. And I used Mrs. Eddy's teachings in Science and Health. One of my favorite things to go back to is the definition of man. And on page 475 of Science and Health, it says, quote, man is idea, the image of love. He is not physique, end quote. About one week later, I received a text from this individual who was so grateful they could play soccer again after being unable to. I was happy to hear this uh, because they are very active. I was also thankful for my practitioner's prayers during these visits and for her regular instructions. I'm very grateful for the teachings of Christ Jesus and that we have a wonderful Bible and our Bible studies. I'm very grateful for the writings and example of Mary Baker Eddy and all that we have on our website so that we could have a correct understanding of her. And I'm so grateful for the Plainfield Christian Science Church, independent, and the workers now and in the past who sacrificed much to provide the pure teachings of Mary Baker Eddy and to show her in her true light. Thank you. Nancy from New Jersey, go ahead. Good evening. Thank you for the beautiful service this evening, the wonderful music and the testimonies, and the inspiring readings tonight on having one common parent. I loved what was read tonight from miscellaneous writings. Quote, Thus, as children of one common parent, wherein and whereby father, mother, and child are the divine principle, and divine idea, even the divine us, one in good and good in one. With this recognition, man could never separate himself from good God, and he would necessarily entertain habitual love for his fellow man. I thought what a powerful statement to think on, the divine us entertaining habitual love for our fellow man when we're praying about the conflicts that are going on in the world. I'm just so grateful for all that we're given here in Plainfield in every single Wednesday service and our Sunday services, our weekly lessons and roundtables, and through our website, which is overflowing with endless resources. I'm just so grateful to God. I'm grateful for Christ Jesus, our way shower. 
for Mary Baker Eddy and her pure Christian science that is taught here. I'm grateful to my practitioner for her strong and her steadfast support and for teaching me the importance of being consistent, being peaceful, and to stay in my Father's house. I'm just very grateful to be a member of this church, and I thank you all. Thank you. Jeremy. I'm very grateful to be a member of this church and for all that I have learned here about Christian science. And thank you very much for tonight's readings. It has been a great blessing for me to come here and learn that divine love is our Father, Mother, God. This has helped me, along with regular practitioner support, to let go of a whole lot, if not everything, of what was less than ideal about my early years and to replace all that with the understanding of what God truly is to us. This past year especially, I've been working on really accepting that mother love of God, as that was the most difficult for me because humanly speaking, the word mother had a lot of negativity associated with it. But I am very grateful to say that the motherhood of God now feels right and comforting to me and is something I am so thankful for. The blessings that Christian Science have brought into my life continue on a daily basis. And it is very clear to me that without Christian Science, this church and practitioner support, I would still be just as lost as I felt in the years before I came here. Thank you very much for tonight's meeting and all this church does. It is wonderful to be here. And now we have a testimony from Imogen in Australia. Good evening, everyone, and thank you all for this beautiful meeting tonight. I wanted to give a small update of a situation I testified about a few weeks ago. I had mentioned a new provider that I'd engaged who had become anti-Christian in his discussions and behaved unprofessionally during our time together. I prayed about this and worked with him a few more times, each time praying before, during and after, as we have been taught here to do, because it seemed to me that God wanted me to try and help him rather than simply choosing another provider and moving on. Through the teaching at this church, I was able to govern my stubborn will, as Mrs. Eddy so rightly calls it. I was able not to feel anger at the continued slurs and to give him something to work with. The meeting I had last week brought all the human hatred to the surface that he was carrying. It was most apparent that this hatred had nothing whatsoever to do with me. He was extremely confused about many things, but at its heart, this was the hatred of the Christ. And with that now apparent, it was very clear what I needed to do. I rebuked him. He did not like it, but he took it, and he agreed that I had told the truth. As I said the words, I could hear God telling me, that this was why I was brought to this person, that this person was being released from a blind hatred that had bound him. A few days later, there was a protest here, chanting the very same error, the very same words that this one had been saying to me, and I was most humbly grateful to see that this dear boy was not part of the wrongdoers. On that day, 
part of the Unity Watch was this, quote, God, good is supreme and does govern. There must be an outpouring of love to meet this hour, end quote. I am very grateful for the outpouring of love that met this hour of aggressive activism, as no one was killed and there were no serious injuries. I was also mightily grateful to dear Bruce for his testimony last week about being genuinely concerned for the abusive person he was working with and how he handled that with God's love. I am also mightily grateful of the teaching we are given here, that you may be the only example of Christianity that someone ever sees. That is such a powerful reminder to me on the absolute importance for us to keep our lamps always trimmed at all times. This dear one has much rethinking to do, and I pray he can be unbound and be the dear loving fellow that God made him to be. So I offer my heartfelt thanks to the holy prayers and teaching of my Plainfield practitioner and the spotless Christian character that she embodies. Thank you to all our practitioners and teachers here, and thank you to the watchworkers who are pouring out God's silent love to the world so that these dear unsuspecting ones can awake out of blind hatred and be free to drink in the sunlight of God's love. I'm very grateful for this church and the work that is done here. Thank you, God, for this ultimate science, Christian science, healing the world. Thank you, dear Christ Jesus, for your works in Christian science. And thank you, Blessed Mary Baker Eddy, for articulating Christian science so that sweet humanity, who needs God's love and truth so very, very much, can find it. Thank you all so much, and so much love to you all. Thank you. Gary. Well, I'm so grateful to be learning that God does answer righteous prayer. I'm also grateful that Mrs. Eddy instructed us and her students and us to uh, to pray for the weather. Uh, we even have a weather committee that is uh, uh, set up to pray f- for the weather around various parts of the world. And I have experienced many circumstances where as a result of prayer in our church, uh, weather conditions have been changed. They have been uh, storms have been alleviated, and um, proper weather conditions have been established. It's, it's really remarkable. And I would like to tell about one experience that I remember from a few years ago that left a very strong impression on me. Um, New Jersey was uh, forecast to have to be hit with a very bad storm. Heavy winds and heavy rain were forecast. And as soon as Mrs. Evans, our beloved teacher and practitioner, heard the forecast, she instructed all of us to pray for God's protection and safety for everyone. 
knowing that God does not send storms. So the members did pray and prayed faithfully. Well, the next day, the storm arrived and left quite quickly. Uh, and afterwards, we found out that many of the surrounding communities had lost trees, and many of them were without electricity for several hours. But quite remarkably, the church and the communities in which the members lived did not suffer any damage, nor were they without electricity. In the neighborhood of the church, you could hardly tell that there had been a storm. This was so clearly God's protection for this church and its members. It was so clearly the result of an answer to righteous prayer. I could never forget it, and I never will. So I'm grateful for God's protection, and I'm also grateful for the instruction that Mrs. Evans gave us to pray to God for protection and then expect it. Expectancy is of the Lord. Something like that is in the Bible. <laughs> well, it's wonderful to know that God does answer righteous prayer and that we can count on him all times, at all times. So I'm very grateful to be here tonight and thank you very much for the fine readings tonight. It's good to be with you. Thank you. Shardell. Oh, good evening. Tonight, I would like to thank everyone, near and far, who contributes to our foreign language website. This portion of our website, just like all of it, is very impressive. The translators, faithfully perform their work, and then, it comes, and then it comes to Plainfield to be carefully formatted, specifically for this foreign language section. The outreach to the world is true Christianity, carrying with it the voice of truth as taught by Mrs. Eddy and Christian Science, and accomplishes just what Christ Jesus commanded us to do, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Although I speak only English, I feel very blessed to know that our church right here, this independent church, cares for all mankind and makes the effort to follow Christ Jesus in such a meaningful way with a foreign language websites. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, this is Bruce. And uh, I'm particularly thankful for the benediction that Nancy gave last Sunday. It was, Oh, no man anything but to love one another. For he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. And we know from Jesus that not only do we love our neighbor, but we also love those that might be considered our enemies. And I had an experience like that some time ago that uh, really impressed me. There was this uh, person who was getting somewhat aggressive with me, claiming that I owed 
him. I didn't think I did, but he kept on going like I owed him and it was very disturbing. And it's got me worried. So I had a chance to call a practitioner from the Plainfield Church who recited to me this same biblical quote from Romans. And that was such an impress for me because it gave me a lot to think about. First thing it was that I did not owe anybody anything other than the biblical command to love. And the second thing it did was it impressed upon me that I had to feel some sense of love for this other person instead of fear, uh, you know, anger, whatever. Oh, you can name a few other things that go along with them. I'm sure I had them all before I called the practitioner and gotten things straightened out with the truth. And as a result, I got my peace back. I never heard from this person ever again, and it relieved my mind, and it relieved all the things that were going on with me as well. So I count that as a healing, and it definitely was. And it's such a simple, basic truth, and it was just what I needed at the time. I'm very thankful for it. Florence from Georgia, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Mashiela, for that beautiful reading tonight. I love the theme. It's something I've learned, and I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful that and trust that our world is learning more and more of this and that this will bless our world. I also have a testimony from Kenya. It goes like this. I am so grateful to one of our Plainfield practitioners for supporting us to know of God's ever-present supply. Recently, a large donor who assisted our Kenyan charity school with funding for larger projects suddenly informed us that they could no longer help us. This practitioner assured me that the supply always originated in God, not persons. As the hymn says, immortal love, forever full, forever flowing free, forever shared, forever whole, and never ebbing sea. That's from Christian Science Hymnal 142, the first answer. Through unusual circumstances, a friend with whom I had not corresponded for some time introduced us to a Christian science organization in another country, stating that they could perhaps help us. It appeared that our activities were not normally covered by them. But when they learned that our school had regular Monday school, which is like our Christian science Sunday school, held on Mondays as we are a day school, they became very supportive and sent us a large donation. I am also grateful for this demonstration of God's supply and for this loving Plainfield practitioner's prayers. For our lovely Plainfield Church, for Christ Jesus and Mrs. Eddie, I'm enjoying Bruce's reading of Sybil Wilbur's biography of Mrs. Eddie, and I am increasingly grateful for Mrs. Eddie's continual self-sacrifice and love for mankind in her giving to us 
this demonstrable science of Christianity. The other testimony I have is from South Africa. And that's a recent incident that happened. She says, I am writing to you from Cape Town, South Africa, during the hot, dry, windy season in the Western Cape, wildfires are prevalent. They have the potential to spread and be difficult to control. 50 miles from Cape Town, a wildfire had been burning out of control in the mountains. For two days, 95% of, of the nature reserve had been destroyed. Helicopters were scooping up water from the ocean and dumping it on the blaze all to no avail. The wind changed direction and the flaming inferno plus black clouds of smoke fanned by gale force winds was being swept down from surrounding mountains. It was heading straight for the small town of Pringle Bay. Residents were told to evacuate. My grandson who lives in Pringle Bay phoned and asked me to pray for everyone's safety and the safety of, our, of their homes. Night was falling, and the pictures he sent were dreadful. I felt compelled to contact a practitioner for help. He immediately responded and asked me to pray with 91st Psalm with all my heart. I did this and eventually felt a deep calm within my being. Three busloads of additional firefighters arrived during the night. They fought the blaze in the dark on the steep mountains. By morning, the fire was under control. It, it has been reported that no deaths had occurred and the fire stopped a meter from some houses. Residents were allowed to return to their home. Words seem totally inadequate to express my deepest thanks for, the, for God's presence and power, my sincere gratitude and thanks for practitioner help and the prayer of the Weather Committee. In the words of the 91st Psalm, our dear Father, Mother God, keeps the promise. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him. I have loved Christian science since a child and discovered the PlainfieldCS.com independent YouTube video channel about three plus years ago. I thoroughly enjoy all the information so freely made available. It has broadened and deepened my understanding of Christian science. Thank you very much from Cape Town. Thank you for the service and all the testimony. I'm grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. Craig. I just had to say thanks, Michelle, for that, uh, those tremendous readings. And I know that once, uh, what you said, Abba Father, I know Christ Jesus had said that in prayer. And, uh, and as I've learned to feel the Christian science closer, or better yet, more understanding of God, I could uh, feel that uh, it wasn't just a happenstance that good things were happening, 
but that he, he truly uh, loved and was protecting me and everyone that walked in his path, that he guided. So I thank you very much, and, <laughs> and I've never known that as much love as I've found here in Christian Science for the individuals. Uh, and without it, I'm Mary Baker Radian. Was so brilliant is God directions that as we love and stay in the love of God, we can work for others and bless others. The opposite, we were useless and would fail. But it's such a wonderful closeness to God and wonderful power of love is. And I thank God for opening it up to me. Thank you. Mary. Good evening, everyone. Just a few things to read tonight. Uh, the first from Wisconsin. If you haven't watched the YouTube video from Sunday, February 4th, of Faith, Jared, and John singing, When I Found God, you're in for a real treat. Enjoy. And then this is from California. I want to express my appreciation to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent for stressing the importance of reading the Bible, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, and other writings by Mary Baker Eddy. The foundation of our religion was laid by knowing these books, yet how far the Christian science movement has drifted off its base. Thank you, Plainfield, for being a place of understanding, clarity of thought, and action, for guiding me in rebuilding the foundation upon which my practice of Christian science depends. I see this as essential, not only for myself, but for the survival of the truth as taught by Christ Jesus and reiterated by Mrs. Eddy in our religion, Christian Science. And then the last, another one from California. In the Bible study on David and Goliath from January 27th was great with lots of participation and many good points being made. I'm very grateful for all the optional readings listed by Thomas from New York for us. I particularly liked Overcoming by Obedience by Martha Wilcox. There was much that applied to the Bible study, but when I saw the following passage on page 267 and addresses by Martha Wilcox, it made me really think about what unselfish love for others really was. Quote, if we were to see a man overcome with cold and perishing in the snow, how quickly we would go to the rescue. But are we that divine love that will go to the rescue when we see another overcome by resentment, greed, vindictiveness, hate, or jealousy? On such occasions, we can silently reflect <clears throat> excuse me, the warmth of divine love until his heart feels the gentle warmth of love, and he is roused to express the activity of the life that is love. Opportunity awaits us hourly to manifest that love, which is impartial and reaches out to all mankind. Such love is the gift of God, a reflection of that love, which includes all of its ideas and tenderly and impartially protects them." End quote. So not only do we need to use our science daily, hourly, to protect against evil Goliaths and destroy evil and 
prove evil's nothingness, but we are to also use our science to unselfishly love our neighbor. So grateful for Christian Science, Mrs. Eddy, and the Plainfield Church. And thank you very much, too, for this beautiful service tonight. Those were beautiful readings on the parenthood of God. I loved from Unity of Good that conscious life, we see a conscious life is the affectionate father and mother of all he creates. How beautiful that he is our, our affectionate father and mother. So thank you for the beautiful readings, the lovely hymns and testimonies. It was wonderful to be with you all tonight, and have a good evening. Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 154. In thee, O Spirit, true and tender, I find my life as God's own child. Within thy light of glorious splendor, I lose the earth clouds, drear and wild. Hymn number 154.